0: So in a time of complete and utter uncertainty, I mean, come on, 2020, what a year, right? I mean, it has been tumultuous just about from day one. Here we are at the beginning. We think high hopes and New Year's resolutions. And then within a couple of months, all the walls come crashing down. And then it kind of keeps coming crashing. Just when we think we're going to get it up again, come on, and it crashes down again. And now we've had elections here in America, and yet again, we have a lot of uncertainty. How is it, in all this time of uncertainty, that we can be certain, secure, secure, feel good about the situation, about the circumstances, about the things going on around us? How can we still gain access to full and complete success, make some huge strides and huge wins still in this year of 2020? Ta-da! That's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about how can we wrap it up, put it together, and still come out with a big bang for 2020 in our own personal lives, in our own personal goals, achievements, confidence, and success. No matter where you're at, no matter what you're feeling, no matter the utmost uncertain scarcity, upset things that may be going on around you, what what can we do as individuals, as, as, as people, to be able to make some strides with our own lives. That's today, so stay tuned. We're really, really glad you're here. Okay, so welcome back. I'm so excited about today because it's really tangible. And I'm all about what do I need to do? Let me go do it. Sometimes I do that in the wrong direction though. So we got to talk about this. We got to talk about how that uh, this whole pandemic and the elections and 2020 itself. Remember we started out the year 2020. Ooh, 2020 vision. I got 2020 vision. It's going to be an awesome year. We got our New Year's resolutions all in play and then everything started crashing down and a lot of us lost our jobs, we lost our housing, we've lost cars, we've lost our position. It seemed like the world underneath us started to really quake. There's been fires, there's been hurricanes, there's been all kinds of issues that really in the whole grand scheme of things, what does it do to our psyches? Right? Um, we start binge watching on YouTube and Netflix. What's really going on underneath that surface? We really are living in a world of uncertainty. Um, we don't know what's happening. We don't know, some of us, where our next paycheck is coming from. Some of us, we don't know our living situation. Is it going to end at any moment? Our job situation is going to end at any moment. They say that in the statistics that Spousal abuse, um, arguments, divorce rates—these things are going up astronomically. What is that? What is it all stemming from? A world of uncertainty. And so, why is that so important? Why is it important to be certain about what's happening in our lives? Well, Tony Robbins—if you haven't listened to Tony Robbins and he's got a podcast, of course he's got books. You've got Tony Robbins, right? Anthony Robbins, Tony Robbins. Uh, He's not a motivational speaker. He is all about the big question, why? He wants to know what makes you tick. Why do we do what we do? And about 10 years ago or so, he, uh, he talks about being, being in the shower and then all of a sudden it just hit him like a bolt of lightning. There's really, in all across the world, there's six basic human needs. The very first one is to feel certain. We have to feel certain about what's happening within our lives. We gotta know where the money's coming from. We gotta know where our meals are coming from. We gotta know that our relationship is good. We gotta know um, and be secure within our lives. Um, Certain, we wanna, certain, we gotta know how to avoid pain, like homelessness, and how to gain pleasure very, very quickly. You got to be certain of this. That's number one. Number two, uncertainty, right? He says, In God's infinite wisdom, she gave us certainty and then she immediately gave us uncertainty. Like, does that seem like it makes sense? That's what we're at, right? We're in uncertain times. Well, uncertainty gives us variety, spice of life, keeping it fresh, keeping it loose. You know, all those little sayings in our relationships where, where, um, we want to make sure that things are unique enough and different enough so that we can keep it guessing and we can keep the joy and the fun within um, our situation with jobs or with uh, relationships or within our lives. so we want to be uncertain as well however it's true too much of one th- too much of a good thing it doesn't necessarily feel good anymore and that's kind of where we 're at. We are so much uncertainty in in our lives that we we gotta gain some certainty back. we got to balance this back out. We have tipped way too far in the one scale and then of course there's there's four others, one of them is significance um we have to feel significant within our lives and sometimes what's gone on with this uh the year twenty twenty what's happened is that we've gotten so far that we've we don't feel significant anymore. If we have lost our jobs or if our relationships are on rocky soil at this point, or we don't have the income that we need to have to even survive, let alone thrive, then we don't feel significant anymore. We feel like we're failing all the way around. And so we want to talk about that uncertainty and that significance today. Um, Number four would be connection and love. We want to feel connected and love. And I love it. Um, I was thinking of this the other day, but Tony actually talks about this. He said, um, if you are struggling with connecting with other people, if you're struggling with uh, feeling love or connection, most of us do settle for connection versus love. Love is too scary. Um, Anybody ever get hurt by loving someone? Yeah. Yeah, I've been hurt. I've been hurt severely, and I'm going to get hurt again. That's just how it works. Um, We are going to get hurt by loving, and yet... Some of us want to back away from love. So he says, you know, when in doubt, get a pet, but not a cat. Get a dog. Get a dog. Why? Because you walk out the door, you leave for a couple seconds, you come back, and they're wagging and excited like it's obscene, like you've been gone for a very long time. They love us no matter what. They go crazy showing that affection and that love. Kisses and lifting their paws and their butts moving like crazy love the dogs. Why? They're going to show you that you're significant in their lives and that they love you. You're going to feel connected with that dog. So, um, And then the other two is really about fulfillment, right? Not achievement, but fulfillment. fulfillment. Today we're going to talk about achievement, right? It's going to bleed over into some of that fulfillment. I really do believe that life is a you eat it as a whole, not as a chunk by chunk. But so we're gonna we're gonna look at it, the whole look of it, and we will touch on um, number five and six, which is growth and contribution. These six things, no matter what culture, no matter what gender, no matter uh, what religion, what it doesn't matter what race, it doesn't matter uh, what you're going through in your life. These six things have to be met in order for our lives to feel complete to feel whole, to feel like they're functioning on a higher plane. And so there's many, many ways to achieve these things. Um, And so we're going to talk about getting some achievement when they're alive so that these six areas start getting met. All right, stay tuned with me, and uh, we'll touch on these next. Okay, so welcome back. Let's dive into um, the world that is uncertain, and we don't feel significant, and we want to bring some of that within our lives. So how do we get some certainty back? Um, Really, quite frankly, a quick fix. Quick fix. Now, I'm going to say quick fix, or it's simple, not necessarily easy, but it is simple, right? And so I want to talk about what it is that we need to uh, look at, understand, understand, in order to bring some certainty or um, ability to be a little, feeling like you're a little more in control of of your life. So I do coach, um, life coach, used to be an executive coach, used to go into Fortune 100 companies and and, uh, uncover the issue, major or small. We'd uncover those issues that are there and then we'd look at it very logically um, pull the emotion out of it, just pull, look at it very logically. My dad used to say, how do you eat an elephant? Just one bite at a time. And so, um, we'd look at it and say, okay, now what would fix this? What do you think would fix this problem? Right? And then we create the action steps around it. But Before we could really do that, we'd have to then dive into our emotions end of it. And so let's talk about, um, uh, what is it we need? What, what things? Some things that we need to be able to put in place to uh, take a grab on this, to, to be able to make a run at it. You know, when we make a decision in our life, um, we have in the background running. We have um, a viewpoint or vantage point of our lives that we look at, that we're seeing like a pair of sunglasses that we are then viewing life through. And sometimes we need to take those sunglasses off and we go, man, it's way brighter here than I even thought, right? So 2020 has kind of skewed some of our vision. It's as if we're looking at life through a pair of really dark sunglasses for some of us. And so what I want to do is kind of take those sunglasses off. Let's look at what's really happening, just factual. Let's let's just non-emotionally take a look at it. And then let's non-emotionally take a look at, well, what do you wish would happen instead? What is it that you'd rather be happening? What would you rather have in your life happening? And then we're going to look at why. Let's look at the value of that. Let's look at why it is that we want something different. What is it that you want different? So let me give you an example. Um, I'm 30 pounds overweight, 50 pounds overweight or maybe even the doctor has said to me, you've got a uh, m- uh, metabolic issue, your hormones are out of balance, maybe you have high blood pressure, or hey, you've got cancer. That's a pretty uncertain statement. All of those things are very uncertain. And what rushes through your head is the, the you put the glasses on, Maybe maybe your value, your vantage point in life is, people with cancer die. Only they die. I'm gonna die, right? So that goes through your head. You can be very shaken up by that, of course. And um, to be able to to change that vantage point is to take off the sunglasses. What is what is creating those sunglasses that you have on? Well, you have an idea in your head that someone with cancer dies. there's no other options. They just die. They go through chemo. They lose their hair. They have to go through this process that none of it sounds good. All of it sounds bad. And there's an ending to it that isn't good. Well, we got it. And there's emotions around that. Oh my gosh, cancer is death. I have cancer. Therefore, I'm going to die. And it becomes very real, very quick. And our emotions get behind that. And it taints the full knowledge of what cancer is, right? Um, Let me expand on that a little bit. So, have you ever known anyone that had cancer and they beat it? Have you ever met anybody that said, five years ago I had cancer and I don't have it anymore? Have you ever met someone that has cancer, if you ever read or saw in a video where somebody had cancer and they just decided to not have it anymore, six months later, they don't have it. So the sunglasses or the value or vantage point of people with cancer die, is that really true? Is it true? Not Really? Not 100 No, not 100%. It's not true. There's a lot of people that get diagnosed with cancer and beat it. So then the emotions can change at that point, right? So then we can look at it lo- logically. Not all people with cancer die. Therefore, I may or may not be in one category or the other. Now, here's where it becomes good so you got to break up the negative um, value or vantage point that you already have been taught are being taught or have in your life you have to break it up so I have a friend of mine early good friend of mine that said um, he had uh, prostate not prostate he had um, pancreas cancer And uh, the doctors looked at him and said, you have six months to live. Go get your things in order. There isn't anything we can do for you. It's too far gone. Stage four. You're not going to survive this. At the time, he was in his early 40s, I believe. Early 40s, had three young daughters and a wife that he uh, loved dearly. And he had a high-level corporate job, and uh, he just, wow, went home, and uh, he's, he gained a lot of weight. He was already heavy. He gained even more. And uh, it was just wreaking havoc on him mentally. And then, to him, when he tells the story, he uh, took a look around at people that had that cancer. So, was it true that all people that have this cancer die? Well, no. So he started asking himself some questions that went against the 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 viewpoint that he had about his cancer. The viewpoint that his doctor had about his cancer and the nurses around him that the medical field around him all said he was going to have 6 months or less to live. So now a few months into this he's like, "I do every does everyone with my cancer die?" Well, no. Are there some people that live? Yes. Do they live well, or are they just invalids at that point? No, they live well. They actually beat it. I mean, he found some people that they beat it. What What was it that he? they did? They made a decision to live. I said, so that's all you ended up doing. He goes, that's all I ended up doing. I made a decision to live. Now, look, a decision is not a hope, a wish, a want, or a desire. A decision is something that becomes set in stone. Hell or high water, this is going to happen. You see, the emotion behind it isn't, oh, I'm hopeful. I kind of would like that maybe sort of, kind of, dear God, please, oh, please, oh, please, begging. No, no. He made a decision. What happens when you wish for something, you hope for it to happen, or that you know that you know that you know that it's going to happen? There's a huge difference there, isn't there? Your emotion behind the words is very, very different. So, you have to, first of all, break up the value that you have for whatever is going on or the circumstances or the, the life situation that's happening. You have to break the pattern. And you do that by asking some questions. And you answer them with full and complete truth. Does Do all people with cancer die? 100% across the board. You know, answer the question. Do they? The answer is no. No. Some survive. Some survive very well and some beat it completely. Is it true that some people die? Yes, some people die of it. Then the next thing is to then attack, to make a decision. Are you going to be the one in Camp A or Camp B? Are you going to be one that dies or the one that you're gonna make a decision to live. In spite of, no matter what anybody else says, you decide. Why? Because you are in control of your life, your body, your cells, your breathing, your everything. God gave you free will, okay? The artist, universal energy, whatever you choose to call that creator, that creator breathed into you the ability to choose. So now, make a decision. And the minute you make that decision, you get your emotions attached behind it. Because when you have the emotions connected with that know that you know decision, then you can start taking actions. You create a map according to how you're going to live. But you must learn to break the pattern. Make a decision, which camp are you gonna be in? The one you hope for, or the one you don't want, or the one you want. Make the decision. And Once you make that decision, you attach the emotions, you ask yourself, why? Why do I want this? Why do you wanna live? Why do you wanna get healthy? Why do you wanna lose the weight? Why do you wanna make the money? Why? many, many times it has everything to do with certainty and significance. But beyond that, the ones that really, really stick are the ones that go into because there's growth involved as you as a person and there's contribution. So when I asked my friend that got diagnosed with this cancer, he says, I had a, wa- a beautiful wife that depended on me and I had two gorgeous daughters that I was determined determined to be around and watch them grow and become young women and get married and have babies he said I'm not going to be around for six months I'm going to be around for way way longer I decide right here and now not just because well he wanted fame and fortune although that can drive you for a while not because he needed some certainty although that was there he wanted to avoid the pain of dying and going through chemo he didn't go through chemo. So then he wanted, if you look in here, it's number five and number six growth as a person and contribution. Look, if you're going to learn how to think a different way, you're going to have to learn how to um, reach out to people, books, places, videos, people that know something that you don't know, which means you're going to have to grow in your thinking from outside sources than what you already know. You have to grow as a person. You have to become more. In order to achieve something different, I'm going to live outside of cancer. I'm going to become successful and make X amount of money per month, per year, per lifetime. I'm going to contribute to my children and leave a legacy for them as a human being. Whatever it is your, your reasoning you're gonna be it's gonna come huge huge strides when you connect growth as a person and contribution a way of giving back. You look at the rockefellers and and the uh carnegies and and you know the still people way back at the turn of the nineteenth century they all made these huge 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 amounts of money, but their lives were actually a little bit miserable until they started. Um, their their contribution phase in their life. They decided they needed significance by contributing to society, to humanity. Um, the ones that, that before they passed away were um, satisfied and felt great about their lives, it wasn't to do with how significant they were, how much notoriety they had, how much money they had. It had to do with them growing as a person and contributing because those two right there have to do with a spiritual side of us that is breathed within us whether we admit it, it's there or whether we don't it is there growing as a person there's a value to that and contribution giving to others so in my friend's case he saw his wife and his girls and said i'm not leaving them yet it wasn't about him It was about them. But he couldn't do it without learning to look at himself. He had to ask the hard questions. Well, what do I know about health? What do I know about fitness? What do I know about um, wellness, mental stability? What do I truly know about this? And who knows more than me? I need to go to those sources and learn from them, which is exactly what he did. He has now since gone back to his doctors and they have been floored. Not only did he uh, live, so this is like 15, 17 years ago now. Not only did he live, he has thrived in his life. He has had major growth as a person. He uh, has learned that, um, he's written books at this point. He has, he has, he uh, has, definitely watched his young girls grow. They're now young, beautiful women in their twenties. Um, he has been able to contribute by helping, oh man, a few hundred people become multimillionaires in his life. Um, it wasn't just about him. It wasn't just about his family. He's lost, um, over 500 pounds. I mean, the guy is amazing. His energy for days, he gets up every single morning and works out. It's an amazing story. And um, where did it come from? He may. He asked himself some questions. Basically, well, is the doctor 100% right in his assessment? Well, yeah, he probably is. Well, could he be wrong? Yeah, it's possible he's wrong. Do all people die of cancer? All. 100%. Well, no, not 100%. Do I want to be one that dies or do I want to be one that lives? Well, I want to be one that lives. How do I need to go about doing that? Why do I want to do that? Got to answer why first. And emotionally, he was very, very attached to the fact that he wanted to be around for his two daughters and his wife. That was such an emotional drive that no matter what happened, no matter how tired he got, no matter how much he wanted to give up, he just couldn't. Why? He had two daughters he wanted to raise. So he lost the weight. He got healthy. He changed as a person. He grew and he contributed back in life. And so those are the way what we need to do. And we're going to talk about... Um, How do you gain those steps? What are some tangibles to be able to put that in front of us and make it happen, okay? Tony Robbins calls this a map. What is the map that you need to create in order to um, make it happen? All right, stay tuned. So we understand that we need to that we live in uncertain times and we understand that that we're seeing our lives or life or the world right now, quite frankly, through a set of values, through a set of sunglasses. And those sunglasses are tainted according to how you were raised, what you're told what you're um, submersing yourself with, immersion yourself with. Are you listening to the news all the time? Are you listening to the, the podcasts that are saying, oh my gosh, this woe is me? Or are you listening to something different? Whatever it is you're feeding your mind, you're viewing your life and the world and what's going on through those sunglasses. So they could be um, a rosy color. They could be a dark, dark tint. They could be completely blocking everything out. So it's a matter of taking a look at these. And if it's not serving you, so you're full of anxiety, depression, uncertainty, right? If you follow those things, then you got to break that pattern by asking some serious questions. We got to ask the big questions and we got to answer them truthfully right? So is it 100% true or is there some amount of this that isn't true? Or could it be going in a different direction? Could I take a look at the other direction? Is it even remotely possible? Well, Sometimes the answer is yes. Not too much is 100% in, our, in, in life. So you got cancer. Yes, it's shocking. Yes, it's terrible. Yes, ugh, the big C word. However, ask yourself some other questions. Break that emotional pattern by asking those questions. Then make a decision what camp, right? And then attach some meaning to it. Why? Ask why and dive down until you get emotional. Man, I want you to cry. I want you to. Feel it. I want you to, way down deep in your gut, feel your why for this. And when you can do that, then we can create what's called the Massive Action Plan, the map. Create the map to get yourself from point A to point B. Or it could be point A to B to C to E to F to G. And G is the goal. You know, so we got to look at what the goal is. Like my friend who had cancer. Seven hundred plus pounds, you guys. Now he gained a bunch of the weight. He was already heavy, but he gained a bunch of the weight after he got diagnosed with cancer, right? He went into some anxiety and depression, right? He he, um, his thyroid went crazy. He was just gaining and gaining and gaining, and the way that he ate forced the gain in crazy amounts and crazy fast. Well, now he's to the point where he can't even get out of a chair he's wanting to raise his daughters. Well, shoot. I don't know if you've ever been around an 8-year-old or a 12-year-old. But, oh my gosh, I got energy. And sitting in the chair in the living room ain't going to cut it. He had to. He wasn't going from point A to point B. He didn't want to just survive this and hope that it was okay. He decided. And then he had to break it down. Well, G was, I want to live a healthy, happy life. Raising my daughters. There was a lot of steps along the way. So that requires a massive action plan. Massive action plan. Now look, I'll tell you right now, the massive action plan must, must, no two ways about this, must be written down. If it's not written down, it's not happening. Let me say that again. If it's not written down, it's not happening. Now, that's not just from me. Every study out there will tell you that. It's got to be written down. Something happens with your subconscious when you write it down. Now, me personally, I take a pen or pencil to paper. I have journal. I have so many journals. Jim wonders why I have so many journals. Well, I got a journal for the bus. You know, how, how, how much we're going to spend and where we're going to get everything and what's the timeline. And and um, you know I break it down for building those of you who don't know we bought an old school bus and we we're turning it into an rv and so there's a lot of moving pieces to this write it down must write it down when it comes to your help write it down you've got to get some clarity around that decision and around that why you can't just say i hope it's gonna happen i'm gonna hire a trainer Woo. No, no, because you're not going to obey or listen or do what the trainer tells you to do if you don't have a big enough why. If you don't have an emotional deep connection to why you want to do what you're doing, why do you want to get healthy? Why do you want to beat cancer? Why do you want to build a school bus? Why do you want to travel around the country? Why? So you've got to have a big enough reason or you're not going to stick with it once you get that down get some clarity around that just journal about it just get dig down in there keep asking the questions until you get in there and once you do you've got to write it down once you write it down you got to start asking more questions to be able to figure out what are the steps what are the um vantage points so when i'm hiking up a mountain there's areas where i'm not going to go all the way up the mountain and one day, I'm going to stay the night and camp out at certain places. Um, I'm told that when you're doing a large, large, um, high, high, high peak um, climb, I don't do those, but the ones that do, you got to go up and then come back down. And then I go up and you got to come back down. There is a process and a system for it. Um, You've got to get your blood uh, oxygen levels acclimated to the atmosphere, right? To the temperatures, to the atmosphere, to the hike itself, to the climb. So it's no different in every single area of your lives. You've got to get acclimated. you got to know where you're at. You've got to take a breather and go, okay, pat on the back, job well done, celebrate a little bit, and then keep moving to the next level and then to the next level, and then to the next level until you get to the peak. Right, My friend that had the cancer, there was, part, there was areas in his life where he had to stop and celebrate so that he could then go, okay, whew, did that, let's keep going. I have a client right now that he's actually achieved what it is he hired me to help him achieve, but now he wants to achieve more because now that he actually sees it, you know he's nearing the finish line of his original goal he set some new goals so that I could keep growing keep becoming more as a person I was talking to him today and I said this is true in every single area of our lives it is important that when we get close to the goal that we have other goals re, um, written out must write it down keep going keep growing keep going keep growing so, you've got to write it down and you got to make a massive action plan, as Tony Robbins says. A map. Create that map. You know, what? you got to start with the end in mind. So, my friend, he wanted to be completely healthy. Well, what did that mean? He had to get down 500 pounds. Whew, that's a big goal, isn't it? I can't even imagine losing 500 pounds. So, he had to lose 500 pounds and really he had to celebrate the first 50 pounds 100 pounds i have another friend that he has a few hundred to lose and he's recently lost close him and his wife have lost a hundred man i'm proud of them i'm so proud celebrate let's let's talk about that does he have more weight to lose absolutely absolutely he has a lot more a long ways to go to be able to be be super healthy and yet his breathing is better better he can talk full sentences now. He can mow his lawn. And it takes him quicker than a week to mow his lawn because he can do it for a longer set. He works out a few days a week lifting weight. It's an amazing story already to see what he's done, right? You've got to celebrate those levels. And you've got to keep stepping, keep growing, keep going. So, um... You've got to create that plan and what does that look like well first you got to write it down first you have to write down what you want get a lot of clarity around that and why you want it what do you want why do you want it and uh, put a timeline to that how long is that a realistic timeline let's look at the timeline how long is it gonna take and do you know everything that you need to know in order to achieve this The answer right now, I'll tell you, you, is probably no. Um, Everything you know has gotten you where you you are. And if you need something more than where you are, then you're probably going to have to bring in someone else. Bring in an expert within that field, a teammate, someone to be able to help you move forward. My friend that lost all the weight brought in a trainer. He brought in a trainer that he then... um, I didn't even know him when he brought him in at the time, guys. But um, he brought in a trainer that then worked with him three to four days a week. And um, he brought in um, supplements. He brought in somebody that talked to him about taking some supplements to help his body have the energy to shed the weight, to build the muscle, to be able to have that there. He brought in somebody that did some cooking. Uh, Sorry, him and his wife didn't cook the way they needed to. His wife wasn't super overweight. However, his body was reacting to the food differently than hers. We all have some weak points, and his happened to be his pancreas. His happened to be uh, the insulin levels. It went haywire on him. His was his uh, metabolic syndrome. It went haywire. So the food that they were eating, the way that they were cooking was not working they had to bring in someone else to be able to teach them how to cook healthier all right now he's been doing this for 12 to 15 years I can't remember how long and uh, he's still at it he's still losing he wants to get further down he is six foot and uh, has some more weight to lose but, I mean, now it's minuscule compared to 500 pounds, right? So, my other friend who's lost 100, well, he couldn't afford the trainer. He couldn't afford the trainer. So, what did he do? He he started working out with my first friend. So, my first friend, well, come on, you just, you got to make it to, you got to drive an hour and a half to see me, but early in the mornings, but you meet me three, four days a week here at this place, and I will let you in, and, um you work out with me and my trainer. Well, okay. So what did he do? He started doing that. He also talked to some people about supplements and about what he needed to take and um, how to get some help, get some things that are healthier in his body. He's actually been working hard and trying to get someone to talk to him about nutrition. I'm that someone, by the way. So He's uh, hired me on to be able to talk to him about the supplements and about nutrition to be able to help him and his wife eat a different way. Are they doing it perfectly? Nope, they're not. Have they grown and learned and become better? Yes, they have. Why? Well, they made a decision to be around for each other a little longer. It was important to them. They wanted to start living life full time. That's That's his motto. He wants to live life full time. So in order to do that, he has to get healthier. He's got to have some energy. He's got to be able to walk up a couple steps in order to get into an RV to go travel and, and live life full-time. Proud as heck. But what did he do? He got some outside sources. Now, this could be videos. This could be books. This could be podcasts. This could be a trainer. This could be um, a different type of doctor. Get a holistic doctor, a, a, natu- a, natu- a naturopath instead of a, a regular MD. It could be a nutritionist. I don't know what your goals are, but look at your situation with reality and honesty. Building a bus. Man, Jim and I are YouTube galore. We went and talked with um, people that do that build them, convert these to RVs full-time. We, When we did the roof raise, we talked to them and purchased their hat channels and their extra metals that were perfectly fit and welded for the bus. And then we just simply lifted the bus and popped him in. We didn't want to make a mistake with, with our limited knowledge of lifting the roof, cutting this bus in half and lifting the roof 20 inches. We went and talked to an expert. Go outside of yourself. Hello. Swallow the pride and move on to an expert. Bring someone in. It could be a life coach to help you with accountability. You know, where are you weak? Put someone in there that's strong. The young man that hired me to lose the weight and to increase his fitness and for uh, his college scholarship, he actually hired me so that I was keeping the faith for him. I knew what was capable of. I've already done it hundreds of times for people. I knew what was capable for his fitness levels. His age, his fitness, his, um, the muscular density, the fat body fat percentage, the eating. I knew exactly what to do and I knew where I could get him on stage in a bodybuilding competition if that's what his goal was. It had everything to do with his goal and then me keeping the faith and, and accountability with me. Some of us, we suffer from discipline. Well, then you better bring someone in that is going to hold your ass to the fire that's gonna hold you accountable to what it is that you wanna get done, right? Some of us just, we tent, most of us, quite frankly, we give up a little too soon, too soon, and we don't reach the goal because we didn't have the big enough why in there, and we were counting only on ourselves to achieve it. No, God did not place us here on earth alone. He placed us here with other people. And some of us are strong in one area, and you're strong in another area. Well, hire the one that's strong in the area you're not, right? Accountability and knowledge, and that's what that young man did. He's hired me to keep the faith and hold him accountable, and that man, when he doesn't show up and when he doesn't text or when he doesn't call, I start seeking him out. What are you doing, man? And he said, just knowing you're in the background that you might get after me for something, makes me do the right thing (laughs) that's important right so create that map get the expert to help you create that map massive action plan and when you have a big enough why and you got the plan in front of you you're going to be able to execute that you're going to be able to take the actionable steps to make it happen day in day out day in day out until you achieve the goal one little caveat to that. Um, well, A, it's got to be written down, okay? You have to write it down. With the expert, write it down. With yourself, write it down. Get clarity, write it down. Did I mention write it down? <laughs> All right, write it down, okay? Don't ignore this. This is important. Write it down. So uh, the caveat is sometimes we go along and we're taking the action steps. We are disciplined. We're doing it. And it's not working out the way you expected. The time frame um, or whatever. It's just you're not achieving the results that you really, really thought you would achieve by now. Well, then sometimes the plan itself, not the goal, the plan itself needs to be tweaked. So your action steps just need to be tweaked. Maybe you're not doing enough of X or maybe you're doing too much of Y. You know that, again, you go to the expert, you say... You know what? I need to alter this. I think. Excuse me. Like today, with the young man that um, that I was talking to, the, the one that hired me, he's altered some of the goal. He's up the ante. Now that he can see it for himself, he's excited. And he up the ante, and we're tweaking the action steps. But before I can really, really, truly give him the action steps, I must have in writing. The clarity around his why. Why do you want this? What is the goal completely? Like, what weight do you want? What does it look like? What kind of body fat percentage? What what do you really want and why? And then, you know, the expert can help you with the how. The expert is seated a million times. It's not that big a deal to them. That's why they're experts. <laughs> I mean, you know... If I want to learn how to make the best chocolate in the world, I'd probably go to Switzerland. I'm just guessing. I don't really know, but I would think so. Um, I have a friend that does a vlog. Um, uh, Charlie and Me, a YouTube channel, Charlie and Me. He also has a podcast, The Camping Crew. His name's Aaron from Ireland. And if I wanted any, any knowledge at all about camping in Ireland, I would text message. I would um, um, Facebook message. I would Instagram him. I would get on his YouTube channel and ask him some questions. I would watch his YouTube videos. I would listen to his podcast. Why? He is the expert. If I'm going to go over to Ireland and camp and stay and be, I'm going to ask him, what are the most economical? What are the most beautiful? What are the most activity um, type areas? I'm going to go to him. That just makes sense, right? When I when we did the roof raise on the bus, we went to com. We went and talked to Luke at com. No, I'm not getting paid for either one of those, but I'm telling you right now, I went to an expert. I always do. Yes, I'm a trainer, physical trainer, but all trainers should have a trainer. You at know, when I'm bodybuilding world, I hired a trainer out of New York. Yeah, they and I had a second a nutritionist out of Florida. They helped me get to the national level. Um, All coaches, when I was uh, executive coaching, I still do life coaching. All coaches have a coach. We want to make sure that we're staying um, up on the latest and greatest and and have knowledgeable and all that kind of stuff. We want to make sure we know what we're doing. And that we fix the areas in our own lives, right? So we can help others. So there you have it there's your steps. There's some actionables. Did I mention write it down? Okay, there you go. So okay, guys, I'm wrapping it up at this point. I am so grateful that you've been here with us today. And um, you have choose a blessed day. All right, put some pen to paper on these things. And uh, we'll talk next time. Bye for now.